Hello, and welcome to Breakdown, the show that helps our listeners to break topics down through easy-to-understand conversations. I'm your host, Veronica Franco. In today's episode, we will discuss essential tips for aspiring inclusive business leaders based on our research and an interview we conducted with our special guest, Amelia Harrison. Amelia Harrison, an inclusive finance manager, has worked in the business industry for over 20 years, with the last 15 years at a data acquisition and marketing firm called AccuData. Essential tip number one, acknowledge personal bias. Inclusive leaders recognize unconscious biases that influence their moral and ethical decisions. Leaders learn ethical behaviors through consistent reflected practices, incorporating normative and behavioral ethical approaches simultaneously. Inclusive leaders use normative ethics to create appropriate actions, while behavioral ethics use emotions and social factors to formulate win-win inclusive decisions. These leaders are committed to reflecting on their daily interactions and how their responses can emotionally impact others. However, this is not an easy task. Amelia Harrison described her struggles with maintaining awareness of personal biases. Sometimes that can be hard. You know, you can get into questions or debates, and sometimes I think you can lose sight of biases, or you might unconsciously create a bias within who you're speaking with. So I've tried to take a more mindful approach and more of the listening not to react, but listening to really absorb it and then have a more thoughtful response. Being self-aware of personal biases and how they may influence a situation is imperative for inclusive leaders to stop non-inclusive management practices actively. Taking time to reflect on what others are communicating in a situation and remaining aware of personal biases is more crucial than automatically responding with personally biased undertones. Inclusive leaders recognize that the first step in creating an inclusive environment is through the leader's ability to be self-aware, reflective, and honest about their personal biases toward themselves and their team. Essential tip number two, understand the team's concerns. During our interview, Amelia explained the importance of building relationships with her team and frequently seeking their expertise. Being a manager, you have to take into consideration the opinions of your employees. So one thing that I've learned before being a manager is my opinion wasn't always taken into consideration and my supervisor never really had weekly meetings with the team or individually. One that I've done since becoming a manager of the team is I have weekly one-on-ones individually. We do sometimes have group things, but more so people will speak more freely when they're individual. We have our weekly one-on-ones and that's when they can tell me concerns they have from a work-related standpoint, like issues they're having, things that need escalation. And also there's new things within our organization, some recent changes that are going on. I will ask those probing questions of what's your opinion, or we recently had this meeting. What did you take away from that? To inclusive leaders, employees are valuable experts in their fields for the organization instead of expendable assets that can easily be replaced. 
Inclusive leaders must build genuine collaborative relationships with their teams through open discussions to engage with their employees. It is essential to seek out different perspectives, opinions, and concerns from others to make effective ethical decisions. Weekly meetings with employees must be a priority for inclusive leaders as it creates an open forum for timely feedback and a safe space for even the shyest individuals to share their ideas. All stakeholders of an organization need their leaders to individually invest time in their employees by providing guided support, educational training, and respectful collaborative inclusion within their workplace environment. Essential tip number three, use inclusive language. An aspiring leader can establish strong understanding relationships with employees by using inclusive language. According to a recent study by Paralas et al., inclusive language creates feelings of belonging, increases employees' well-being, and cohesively integrates all employees with trans workers of various cultural and linguistic backgrounds. Inclusive language practices, such as recognizing others with their preferred pronouns, embrace all individuals within the workplace and inspires every employee to stand up against non-inclusive ideologies. Utilizing inclusive language to maintain an inclusive work environment is a process, as Amelia recalls. I guess the first step is just like putting that thought out there to all the employees, like letting them know, hey, this is an important topic to us. Try to feel out employees' opinions and then start thinking about what kind of mission, if you were to create a committee of their own, what kind of mission are you trying to achieve within your organization? Because we want people to feel empowered. We want people to feel respected. We want them to not feel like either their gender or ethnicity or any other factors can hinder their performance or their interactions within the companies. Language is a powerful medium for expressing ideas, empowering employees to form highly functional, collaborative, and openly communicative teams. Inclusive leaders promote using appropriate language within their teams to establish positive engagement and solidify positive contributions from all diverse employees. Creating a welcoming environment for each employee through inclusive language is vital for the overall success of the individual, team, and organization. Essential tip number four, educate others. Educating others to promote inclusive practices is imperative to establishing a solid foundation for genuine collaboration and innovative creativity. Many organizations like Amelia Harris's company, Accudata, provide training sessions to promote inclusivity within the work environment. We provide a lot of learning opportunities and a few of those include the diversity and inclusion training, unconscious bias, anti-harassment training. So it is a company policy that once a year we go through all those trainings. They're online instructor-led videos, usually take anywhere from one and a half, two hours in total to go over various topics, including the diversity and inclusion. Once completed, 
there's a certificate that's put in the employee's electronic file showing that they completed that training. As rules and regulations change and as years go on, that training will be updated to reflect the latest information. However, the impersonal virtual training sessions Amelia described are not enough to gain an authentic, ethically moral understanding of daily decisions impact on various organizational stakeholders. Instead, educational training should involve experiences that require intuitive higher level thinking, interdependent interactions with organizational members, and reflective self-awareness. For inclusive diversity training sessions to make a meaningful change in how leaders and employees view the complexities of diversity, all organizational members must engage in hands-on exercises and self-reflection throughout their sessions. Employees and leaders engaging in role-playing simulations fundamentally shift their paradigms as they experience situations from different perspectives, creating paradoxical situations. Leaders and employees will recognize that certain situations require difficult decisions that may negatively impact some stakeholders more than others. Recognizing the intricate complexities of real-world situations and their impact on the environment and surrounding communities they serve is critical for all employees to make ethically sustainable decisions. The overall goal of educating organizational members is to create more ethically inclusive, responsible leaders who proactively promote ecologically sustainable and innovative solutions in an unpredictable world market. Essential tip number five, advocate inclusivity. In inclusive environments, employees must feel open with their leaders to make their unique voices heard. Employees in psychologically safe environments feel more inclined to express their ideas because their leaders value their voices and contain hidden knowledge from their diverse staff's cultural experiences. Inclusive leaders value their workers' unique perspectives and raise awareness of these concerns to their superiors. When describing the reasoning for taking these issues up the corporate ladder, Amelia explains. There are companies that make you feel like you're just a number, and then there are people that genuinely care. And I think one of those things is you just got to make your voice heard. Too many times people let things slide, no matter what the case is. And this kind of, I'm going on a tangent a little bit beyond diversity and inclusion, but just overall, the most important thing is just get that conversation out there because I think some companies don't realize importance, how much it means to certain people until there's a negative situation that may occur in their company. Remaining silent or allowing for the concerns of others to go unnoticed makes corporations lose a vast wealth of knowledge from their diverse employees, which can hinder collaboratively innovative business management practices. Inclusive leaders utilize their position to aid other diverse members in getting their voices heard and promote open, inclusive conversations with their employees. Genuinely inclusive leaders become advocates for change, recognizing that it is not enough to pursue and listen to the opinions and perspectives of others for intuitively insightful ideas. These advocates promote inclusive actions over empty rhetoric. Some organizations have even adopted anonymous surveys as an avenue for honest communication, as Amelia explains. So one of the techniques that we have taken that proves to be more effective 
is we will have anonymous surveys. You go to the link, you respond, but those answers are gathered, compiled, and given to human resource. So as a whole, they can determine X number of people said this about benefits, compensation, company culture. One of the techniques that we've taken, because we've known historically that if you ask a person outright in open about something, they're going to feel embarrassed. They're not going to want to be fully honest if they don't agree with the majority. So, so far, this has been pretty effective in getting true, honest opinions from employees without them feeling like they're going to be retaliated against if they disagree with the majority. Inclusive leaders actively encourage that diverse voices are utilized and base their decisive ethical actions on what should occur to create a solid foundation for inclusive practices to flourish. Summary and final thoughts. Incoming inclusive business leaders must implement innovative strategies to compete globally in a world with changing technologies and demographics, increasing income inequalities, corruptive environmental practices, and unpredictable adverse effects of climate change. Inclusive leaders can overcome these challenges by recognizing their biases when collaborating with their teams to promote ethically sustainable decisions within their organization. Self-reflection and awareness of a leader's actions are critical components in building solid relationships and cooperative understanding between themselves and their team members. Providing educational opportunities for individuals to experience situations from another point of view is imperative for solidifying strong moral and ethical values within their employees. These experiences empower all employees to become upstanders who speak out against non-inclusive practices instead of remaining passive bystanders. Without the determination of inclusive leaders advocating for inclusive practices within all levels of an organization, non-inclusive practices may flourish and hinder the overall health and productivity of the employees and the organization. It is up to aspiring business leaders to establish a cooperatively collaborative work environment that flourishes with openly collaborating diverse employees. These inspiring leaders utilize mindful, self-reflecting conversations and ethically sustainable actions to educate others and advocate for inclusivity. To conclude, when it comes to incorporating diversity and inclusive practices, it's not only helping individuals adapt to existing cultures, it's making us as an organization adapt to changes going on in the world. We want to give a special thanks to our insightful guest, Amelia Harrison, for adding her 20 plus years of experiential insight to the show and our favorite music creator, Diego Franco, for permitting us to use his song, Voice. Thank you for joining us today on Breakdown, the show that helps our listeners to break topics down through easy to understand conversations. Remember to tune in every Sunday for new episodes on various topics you request us to break down. <laughs>